You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello and welcome to Changing Lives podcast. We are changing lives with the Word of God. We are bringing to you episode 29. And this episode, we're going to be sharing about gratitude. Gratitude. And there's so much to be said about gratitude. And I have so much to unpack with you. It's probably going to take a couple of sessions, but it's all good because it's going to empower us to uh, to be stronger, um, to, to just really step into a greater dimension of our walk with God. And he's going to get all the glory. Amen. I'm excited about it. So, you know, when we look at gratitude, you know, we often think about that, you know, gratitude is one of those things that, you know, um, people show appreciation for what they have or for uh, the people that are in their lives. You know, um, I can remember growing up, you know, learning about gratitude through my parents where they would always say, you know, when somebody does something for you, what do you say? You say what? Thank you. And, and that word thank you is really gratitude stem, stems from thankfulness. And we'll get into to more detail about thankfulness in a moment. But, you know, so we learned, you know, really about our manners. You know, that's good common sense manners. So even as grown folks, we still need to learn how to be thankful and to mind our manners and certainly be thankful to God, but also to be thankful to others and thankful for what we have in our lives. And so, you know, I can even remember at an early age, and my kids are going to, you know, kind of look at me funny with this, but one, uh, you know, I'm a first lady, you know, we uh, a co-pastor, and so we would come to church, and the kids would be packed in the car, we'd come, and when we get to the church, we'd have those who were assigned and just willing and ready to help and assist me with three kids. I needed help, okay? Especially when I had to really focus on doing ministry, whether I had to minister in song or minister the Word or just do whatever was necessary, you know, for for that given service. And so I welcomed help. And one of the things I used to always tell my kids as we were driving up to, 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 to the church, you know, I, said, I, would, I would gather them, and, you know, gather their thoughts and say, okay, listen up y'all. Look, these people that are helping us, they don't have to help us. They're doing it because they want to out of the goodness of their heart. So you make sure you treat them good and you be thankful, you know? And so oftentimes I would give my kids that little pep talk because I felt like, that was my duty to to teach my kids how to be grateful in all situations, especially when it's not necessarily earned or deserved to us, you know, and something is given to us as a gift or as an act of service that we have to show our appreciation. So even as young kids, we've always learned about minding our manners. I can even remember, you know, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the saints of old, they would, you know, sing the song count your blessings, you know, and a part of counting your blessings kindled up that spirit of gratitude. Because when you begin to, to call the role of 
all that God has done for you, it causes your your mind to focus in on the goodness of God. And when you focus in on the goodness of God, you can't help but get happy. You can't help but tap your feet. You can't help but lift your hands and give God glory and to, to whisper or shout or however you do it, release a hallelujah to God. And so gratitude is so needed in the earth rim today, right now, you know, because gratitude, what I, I've, I've known in my life that gratitude really will, will repel depression. Gratitude will repel, um, you know, sadness and, 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 and it also will repel anger and all those types of spirits that the enemy, uh, wants us to get tangled up in. But gratitude, I mean, it goes such a long way and gratitude is contagious. Oh my goodness. So, you know, so, but when we look at gratitude, really gratitude started out as something that we give to God, because look, if you can't be thankful to God. I mean, when I wake up in the morning, I, 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 my mind is, is, has been trained to focus in on God, my maker, my creator, the one who causes me to live and to move and to have my being. Glory to God. The one who gives me strength, who is the source and the strength of my life. I think of God in three persons, the Trinity, God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Ghost. And so I'm, I've trained my mind that, that I give the, the thanksgiving and the praise, the honor, the gratitude that's due to him. And, and, and what it does is it sets me up for joy to, to resound in my spirit and, 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 and just for me to, to be able to enjoy life, you know? And so, so really gratitude is almost exclusively offered to God, but when you when you get in that vein of being grateful to God, being thankful to God, uh, praising God, then then it helps you to do be able to to also release that to other people, release that uh, as a sense of 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 being in your spirit. I mean, when the scripture comes to my mind in Psalms one thirty nine, when David was talking about how he was fearfully and wonderfully made. And he said, you know, that my soul knows right well, but he started out saying, I will praise thee. Why? Because God did something in his life. It wasn't an ordinary thing when he created David, but when he created mankind, he did the same thing that he did for David. He's done for us that he fearfully and wonderfully made us. So let me tell you something. If you don't have anything else to be thankful for, be thankful for the fact that God fearfully and wonderfully made us. Now, there may be some things that we have to tap into to recognize how fearfully and wonderfully he has made us. But come on now, when you get your mind lined up with the fact that God has been good to us, from birth, even before we were conceived in our mother's womb, then you will be like David and you will say, I will praise thee, O God. Hallelujah. Praise God for yourself. Praise God that you were created. Praise God that you were born. Praise God that he made you uniquely and, 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 and meticulously like you are. Amen. But that's all connected to thankfulness and being grateful. You know, when we look at the Bible, 
You know, really gratefulness, the word great, you know, gratitude um, is not in the Bible, but we see it as a woven theme throughout the Bible connected to scriptures that talk about thankfulness. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is what? He's good. Hallelujah. And so we're going to share some of those scriptures, but I want you to see how important uh, gratitude is to God and how important gratitude should be to us because really gratitude is our buffer for what's going on in the earth rim today. Um, It's our buffer for the negativity and, and the arrows and the dots that the enemy shoots at us every single day, all throughout the day. Gratitude, gratitude, hallelujah. And so we look at that gratitude. It's the quality of being thankful. Okay. It's a readiness. Come on, a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Sometimes you, you know, sometimes thank being saying thank you is 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 you know, you 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 get this sense in your spirit sometimes when somebody does something for you and you really know that they have really done something, they've given their whole heart, they 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 they, they sacrifice some things. Just saying thank you sometimes is not even good enough. You feel like you have to keep saying it over and over again. And sometimes it can irk the person that you were saying thank you to. But but that's a, an expression that 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 exudes out of our heart of of of, of gratitude. And so gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. It's connected to that. If you're sad, then let's check your gratitude. You know, and and if we want to give this message a title, let's just let's call it this tune up your gratitude. All right. Can we do that? Can we we can use a tune up in our gratitude, no matter how thankful we may have said we are or feel we are. Our gratitude should always be tuned up every single day. You should never let gratitude, you know, run low. You should never let gratitude get stale or, you know, be snuffed out by the cares of this world or the circumstances that may be going on. So gratitude is something that's connected to happiness. So if you're sad, then come on now, check, check your gratitude level. If, if, if you're feeling bitter and angry and you're feeling resentful, if you're feeling envious, check your gratitude level. If you find yourself slipping in, in the area of comparing yourself to others and it's not healthy. It's on that negative side. Because sometimes you can compare yourself to others and it can be a healthy comparison because it can provoke you to do better and to be better, not to be in competition, not to be down on yourself, but it can cause you to say, look, I can do better. I can, I can up my game. I can, I can, you know, rise up to a, a greater level of excellence. I can raise the standard. So that's not bad, but you know, but, but come on, let's, let's check. Let's check our gratitude to see if the things that connect to gratitude are actually flowing in our lives. So we know that sadness does not flow when there's not gratitude. We, we, we you know, we, we know that when there's sadness, you know, gratitude is not in operation. When there's anger and bitterness and enviness and comparison and all of those things, that gratitude cannot reside. Because gratitude is being pushed aside and things like the sadness and those negative emotions and feelings are being allowed to rise up to the top. And we know as a Christian, 
as children of God, that that can be deadly. That can be toxic. That can be devastating to our spirit and our spiritual walk. And we can't afford to allow that to happen. All right. People of God, children of God, come on, snap out of this thing. When you, you can recognize, I mean, there's times in my spirit when I can recognize when sadness tries to creep in, when heaviness tries to sneak its way in to, to my psyche, to my, to, to, to my heart. And, and, and when you recognize that, you got to allow the Holy Spirit to, to prick your heart, to, to cause you to come to attention, to snap out of things and to immediately, to immediately attack those spirits that are not becoming of a child of God, that don't do us any good as a child of God. So gratitude, okay? And so gratitude, you know, it's, it's you know, Many will see gratitude as an emotion, and and it and it, it it's it's I can see it as an emotion, but I see it as greater than an emotion because when you look at emotion, emotions really are temporary because they can change from moment to moment, from day to day. But gratitude is 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 a fixed state of being that God is calling us as Christians to operate in all throughout the day. Now, come on. I mean, let's, can we be honest? Can we really be honest? When there are people that are around us that, you know, that is like, you, they seem like they're always happy. And sometimes they may rub you the wrong way because sometimes, you know, in our, in our spirits, we're playing the devil's advocate. We kind of feel like it's a little bit too good to be true that you always happy. Oh, come on now. No, it's not. This is how God has set this thing up. Because even in trials, even in tribulation, God has told us to count it all what? Joy. I mean, come on. He's setting us up that we can be tuned up in our attitude of gratitude because Thanksgiving is connected to gratitude. Joy is connected to gratitude. I mean, come on. You think about the familiar scripture where it talks about rejoice in the Lord always. Come on. What does always mean? I mean, from what I understand, all means it does, you know, it's all is all. I mean, it's all inclusive. It doesn't stop. It includes everything. All, always, you know, so every single way that you deal with should always be counted all joy and you should always be rejoicing. Come on now. That's, you know, that's the word. That's not just something that I'm trying to force you to do or to make you feel guilty that you should be doing. It's the word. And when it's the word, there ought to be a, a, uh, innate conviction on the inside of us that aligns us to say, no, anything otherwise is not okay. Anything otherwise does not please God. Anything otherwise does not do me any good. Anything otherwise is toxic. It's it's detrimental. And so uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah is a key ingredient that's, that's infixed in a state of being grateful, a state of gratitude. Glory to God. So, so it's, it's bigger than the emotion. It, 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 it may start out 
as an emotion, but as we mature in the faith, it be, it becomes, if we allow it to, and that's a key word, if we allow it to, it becomes a fixed state of being. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't get challenged because, come on now, we're living in this earth realm and, and we have an enemy that devour, desires to shift us at wheat. We have an enemy that is operating 24-7 to trip us up. His total plan, his total assignment is to trip us up and to get us off and to keep us from operating in the life that God has designed for us to have, the good life the life that is to be enjoyed, the eternal life. Amen. And so, and so, 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 but as we mature in this thing of gratitude, it becomes something that's like a buffer that when the enemy comes at us to attack us, it's come on, it's like a, iron clad clad fence. It's like a, it's, it's, it's like a, you know, I envision right now, I envision those army tanks, you know, that's got such a, uh, material that's built around it, that you're on the inside and you can still operate and move and do what you need to do. But whatever is coming at you cannot penetrate in. That's what gratitude will do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So come on, let's, let's shift it from just a, an emotion that can be fickle, that can be fleeting, that can, that can be here one moment and then shift another moment. Let's shift it into a level of maturity where it is a fixed state a being, that it is a fixed state uh, or fixed characteristics of our countenance. That in the morning when we wake up, because we have gratitude in our hearts, we are able to have a song in our hearts. We're able to sing and rejoice. We're able to count our blessings and not, you know, have to think and 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 and, and toil over what good, good God has done in our lives. It will resound in our spirit about the goodness of God. I mean, if, if I were to tell you to get out a journal and to begin to list one by one, the blessings of God, the, the goodness of God, the, the, the things that he has uh, given you that you can be thankful for, that you can be grateful for, you should be able to write and keep on writing. I remember, you know, teaching my kids and I've even seen my nieces and nephews when they were younger. We, you know, their parents were teaching them, you know, how to, to be thankful for everything and the principle of giving thanks in all things. Not saying that, that God, you know, so, so even when the bad comes, giving God thanks because God is always good. And even though it may look like it's bad, still God is good. So you can give thanks to God in all circumstances and situations. So that principle trying to teach a young child, they're trying to grasp in their minds, how do I give God thanks in all things? So a simple thing is teaching them grace, thanks over prayer or over their, over their food, you know? And so I can remember, you know, teaching them. And so they're taking it literally that what's on their plate, they're giving God thanks for it. So they're thanking God for the peas and the carrots and the chicken and the plate and the fork and the cup and the juice that's in the cup. They're thanking God for the table, you know? And so it's like, okay, wait a minute. You know, we can, we can be here all day listing all the things that we can be thankful for, you know, <laughs> Uh, 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 for God. But in this moment of grace, it is meant to be sweet and direct and to the point. All right. Why? Because eventually we do want to eat. Right. But, but the principle is this, that it is an endless list 
of the goodness of God, of the blessings of God, even in our darkest hour, there is something that God has been good in. You know, I know what I often do when I get an opportunity to counsel somebody, in particular, you know, when it may be marriage and I may be counseling a wife, you know, about a particular situation that may be going on. And of course, of course, if, you know, if she's coming and she's requiring counseling, it's going to be something pertaining to what? Her husband, right? And so what the Lord has trained me and helped me to recognize that even though you may be hearing all these maybe bad things that may be going on and maybe in for a moment you give that person an opportunity to maybe even vent and talk about the things that, you know, they may see that's wrong in their husband or wrong in their marriage or whatever, I always am led to turn it around to either find out, well, what what is he doing good? You know, what what is going right? You know, and sometimes the enemy can have you so focused in on the bad and what's not going right, what's not going the way that you think it should go, what's not meeting your expectation, that the overwhelming long list of things that are going well, you can, that could be further from your mind. And, and then, so then it, it creates a breathing ground for more negativity, for more ungratefulness, for more just sadness and just hopelessness. And of course, we know that's the ground that the enemy feels good and to be able to come in for the kill. And so I always try to bring to the wife's attention, you know, it may seem like it's bad right now, but let me tell you something. It's not as bad as you think it is because at least he's going to church. At least He's coming and he's hearing the word of his bishop. You know, he, you know, he may not be perfect, but at least he's reverencing God. You know, and so there's things that we have to learn how to turn the tides on the enemy and begin to focus in on the goodness of God. And when you have a mindset of, I'm going to be grateful, no matter what's going wrong, what, no matter what's not going right and what the enemy is trying to wreak havoc in my life, no matter what I'm suffering through, because come on now, even, even Jesus suffered through things for us. So, so if he did that, he was our example. He was our model of how to handle tribulation, how to handle things that weren't going our way, how to handle suffering. And, you know, I, I have so much to unpack <laughs> dealing with gratitude. We're going to have to pick this back up in our next podcast. But let me tell you something. We're going to get an opportunity to share the word of God, the scripture, even when Jesus gives thanks, when there seems like there's nothing, when it seems like, okay, I don't have enough. But what did Jesus do? He gave thanks. So we're going to get an opportunity to go into that in detail. But until we do, I want you to take the moment, take the time to count your blessings. Take the time to assess, am I on the side of emotion with gratitude, where it's fickle, where it's temporary, where it's not locked in my spirit, or am I on that area, in that area where I'm more mature and gratitude has become 
a fixed state of being in my life. Maybe you're somewhere in between. Maybe you need some work in that area. But I'm telling you, gratitude is our lot. Gratitude is our portion. Again, as I mentioned, gratitude is our buffer. Gratitude is one of those tools that our bishop was talking about that um, God gives us to prepare us for the battle, to prepare us for circumstances that may try to override the, the, the good life that God has set for us to have. So assess what type of tune-up does your gratitude need and begin to do some work on that. And you come and stay tuned for the next time. And we're going to get into it deeper because gratitude, I'm telling you, it's another antidote. It's an antidote for the weary. It's an antidote for, for, for suffering. It's an antidote for any negative thing that's going on in your life. I say to you, tune up your attitude. God bless you. Stay tuned next time. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.